When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's my time to shine. Twenty twenty four, she's back, baby. <laughs> hey, boys and girls. Great. Great. I can't wait to have diarrhea in the stall with no door while 20 guys wait for me to finish. They call it double poo. Your dog is eating an avocado. Yay! <laughs> How about it, you creep, you lunatic, mental defective? Let's hear it for quitters. Never give up. Go ahead. Repping for all of quitters. Never give up. Check off. Christopher, we check off. Jen Pastorini. Check off. Lindsay, check off. Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Of course, it's four degrees out. Don't really need it. Keeping it real cold. I don't need it, Bean. You dick. Hola, party people. It is quitters never give up. This is 136. We are back. We have taken a long break. I have a bit of a previously on for us. Here we go. Previously on Transformers the movie. Optimus Prime was in bad shape. Microscope bot didn't know what to do. He about to die, y'all. Ultra Magnus. What is it, Prime? The Matrix of Leadership is inside my chest. I, I think I got the previously on for the wrong show. Um, Alright, let's 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 just say hello to all the quitters. Bean, who do we have on deck today? Let's see what's up in Lindsay's world. How are you doing, Lindsay? Well, hello, party people. Hi. Happy 2024. 2024. Motherfuck. I, can, I still can't believe that shit. All right. Bean, who's next? Well, good for you, Eddie. Let's play to three of you guys. What's up, Edwin? Good day, y'all. I think Bean is mistaken that we're playing some kind of game today. Uh, we don't have any Drew. Drew might be here later. But uh, Eddie Pence is going to introduce Jen. I hear Jen laughing. It's throwing me off. <laughs> fucking, you're fucking with me. How you doing, Jen? Good. Hello, everybody. That is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, I am Christopher. For Chris, his biggest concern was to do with people's minds. Exactly. Uh, when the podcasts were on break, I was listening to a lot of science podcasts, and this one guy was uh, talking about ayahuasca, and the guy, the guy, the scientist's name was Chris, so a couple of Chris drops from that. All right, let's start off with some messages. Quitters, what up? It's Luke from thegildedplaylist.com. I'd like to bring you the latest in my new ongoing series uh, that I call... Ain't nobody got time for that! Uh, in which we, again, learn that the Kevin and Bean graduates have no time for each other's podcasts or each other's segments. 
as they're either willfully or ignorantly just outright copying each other. Uh, here is the latest piece of evidence that I've pulled from a recent episode of, uh, of the Ralph Report. Check it out. Todd, when he called in, if you heard him or not, said he has a soft spot for this song because he once rented the drummer a room. Yeah. That is the most tenuous connection to show business I've but ever not, heard not in my in life. But not in his mind. That was a close connection he made but with that do you, person. Do you make a point of telling that part of the story? That's you know that, what you tell. You know Stacey Q? Yeah. Well, I'm connected with her. Really? Did you go on a date with her? Did you hang out with her? Well, okay. Not Stacey Q, but you know the drummer for Stacey Q? <laughs> don't he don't once, tear his story he apart. Once rented a room from that's me. That's like one of his favorite things. That's, that's like... That's why he loves the song so much. We need a new segment where people call in with their most tenuous sort of tangential <laughs> show business connections. I would I, love to hear more. I of think those. it's a good story. Yeah, you see, Ralph, that's the thing. We don't we don't need that new segment because uh, Ali and Bean have been running the almost famous segment for pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, I, they are fun stories uh, I, I'm over on Ali and Bean, so I guess. I can't complain about more is better, but holy moly, it's just so much repeated content. It's it's really a wonder. And that's it for the latest segment of... Ain't nobody got time for that! Thank you, Luke, for your message and production. High quality there. Um, I don't know. He missed an opportunity to insert Kev Dog saying, isn't, isn't there a moment with Kevin where he says that's a tenuous connection right there? There oh, is, nice. yes. That, that is a good good place. Just for saying, Luke, Luke. Your free work, we don't appreciate it, I guess. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> I expect better from you. Also, his, his initial recording, I had to fix it because his initial recording was sped up. Let, let's hear how, how he sent it to us. By the way, Todd, interesting phone call. Todd, when he called in, if you heard him or not, said he has a soft spot for this song because he once rented the drummer. And it gives me anxiety. <laughs> he says he listens to it at twice the speed i i listen to all my podcast original speed i listen to a bunch of them um but i can't do it sped up i just i can't either yeah. really not even a little like 1.3 or something like that no mm -hmm. it it sounds wrong to me wasn't that like 1.2 yeah he he says he listens to them at twice the speed and lowered that to like 1.2 or something and that's just sounds it sounds too fast sometimes when bean is talking and he speaks really quickly it sounds too fast to me. I don't know. Yeah, you don't need to speed up being that's for sure. Definitely. But uh, what do you say about them, Jen? Um, uh, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and they both covered the same story. There was one story this week. They both covered it. It's fine. They said, you know, you get different takes and things like that. So I don't really, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's, um, uh, I think maybe, so the audience, I, I see the audiences as being a bit different. Um, the people that comment and share stuff on the Ralph pages versus the T pages. So we might get some maybe funnier, raunchier stuff from the Ralph report. Yeah, I can't wait for Bridget from Long Island's call in. On, yeah. On famous. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then Eric from Long Island. I once smoked um, pot with uh, somebody. Yeah. And maybe we should help Ralph and get that going and all call in with our almost famous stories. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I, I don't really have one. My wife has a bunch of them. How can you not, any. Christopher? You've done everything and know everybody. I, I mean, 
the chance that the times were okay. So like my almost famous stories are like I, I sat in with, uh, or this guy sat in with our band. That's kind of like our almost famous, but that's not really almost famous because I met the guy and he sat in with the band. But your wife know having stories like that is an almost famous, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, uh, but they're all sad. <laughs> they're all kind of sad. Like, Oh, Ralph loves sad. Okay, so one of her <laughs> almost famous stories is, you know, the guy from, what what's that? Uh, from like Sequest, the, the, the kid. Um, he was in Never Ending Story 2. He's like a, this is already perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the longest moment with Christopher so far. Okay, so the guy from the Never Ending Story two, he came to visit her school, and he asked her out. She's like, it's she's like in sixth grade. I will look him up real quick. But hold, please. <laughs> Holding. Let's think of something to do while we're waiting. Let's see while if Christopher's works. looking up stuff. Hold on. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Now, I know that's a tenuous... What's the word I'm looking for after tenuous? Anyone? <laughs> Just being quiet on purpose, because that's the rule. <laughs> I know that's a weak example, is what I'm trying to say. Would it be a connection? A connection. connection? Could that be it? Thank you, Bean. Connection is the word I could not think of. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. We do have a rule that once somebody is stuck, you let them hang. Well done. Back to you, Steve. Uh, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I think that's that's enough of the story. You should just call in with that one because then people will be screaming at the, you know. Oh, I know Rob will play that. Ralph will play story that. Two. Jonathan Jonathan Brandis, Jonathan Brandis is his name. He came to visit her school. She's in sixth grade. He asked her on a date. They actually kind of have like a little sixth grade date and correspondence. I love that. You got to call that into to Ralph, please. There's there's also the Sammy Hagar story where she was recording or or she was visiting a recording studio and he was there, and she he. He um, introduced himself all brash, telling telling her that he's the singer for uh, Van Halen. And she goes, you're not the singer for Van Halen. That's like some David Lee something. <laughs> she didn't even know his name. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, humbled Dave. him really quickly. <laughs> but that's not quite an almost famous story. I think it is. My uncle dated Farrah Fawcett. There you go. I love these. She also used to do catering and nick nolte kept hitting on her try to get her to sit on the oh side. rob would play that one in a second <laughs> i'm more of a caterer protector yes <laughs> nick cage are you thinking of nicholas cage oh sorry my bad <laughs> nick nolte oh boy <laughs> and here i was worried the show we'd be out of practice <laughs> right we, we have a missed a step all right, all right, let's move on to the next message. We have Sam. This is Santa Monica on TGP. Yeah. Man, fuck the Gilded Playlist. That's it. Fuck your truce, homie. So I think Sam's a fan. He's going to submit some songs. I think he's going to submit, like, I'm your puppet or something like that, maybe. <laughs> that was amazing, Christopher. <laughs> Hey, we love the Gilded Playlist. They do free work for us. 
I have clips from them later. The last message comes from Josh in Hawthorne. Hello, quitters. Josh from Hawthorne here. Uh, in the last few months, I've been anonymously recording, researching, and sending Bean fun facts for him to play on the air. Uh, twice, I think, he's played a couple of my fun facts, which was very enjoyable for me. But the last time I sent him an email with some fun facts, he basically told me to stop. He's not going to play anymore. So I have all these fun facts, research, ready to be delivered, and someone's got to hear them. So you guys are going to be it. So here we go. All right. So here is the first fun fact from Josh. Fun fact. In 1971, the founder of the grocery chain, Aldi, was kidnapped. During his 17 days held hostage, he successfully haggled a discount on his own ransom with his abductors. Also, after his release, he claimed the ransom money as a tax-deductible business expense. That was Josh from Hawthorne. So he submitted four of them. I think I'm just going to interdisperse them throughout the show. Could you imagine sending stuff into Bean and he's like, no, no more. Stop. <laughs> Especially fun facts. He loves that stuff. I know. Right? That's always that's always my fear that he'll just say, you know, you guys need to stop. Stop sending the stuff. Stop calling in. We don't need any more uh, personal minutia jingles. Go away. Fun fact. The Treaty of Versailles, the document that ended World War One, also established the naming rights for champagne. The U.S. never ratified this treaty. So, until 2006, when a new wine trade agreement was signed with the EU, it was completely legal to call any sparkling wine sold in the U.S. champagne. Some brands are still grandfathered in, like Miller High Life, the champagne of beer. That was Josh from Hawthorne. Fun fact. You know, you knew that true? Yeah. Um... So, you know, I work in the liquor liquor business. And so what ended up happening was that they actually sued both in us. This is France, the country, sued both Australia and the United States, making all sparkling wine, as it's now called, known as such. And it can only be called champagne if it comes from the Champagne region of France. And same thing like cognac can only be called cognac if it comes from the grapes in that same region. Just like bourbon can only be bourbon if it's in America. Uh, that's not even true. First of all, it's Kentucky, and even then they have broken that rule probably like 50 times in the past 10 years. It used to just be Kentucky. Now it's it, America. No, no. It's bourbon has to be bottled in 100% proof bonded bottles held in a state-run distillery or, or warehouse and then issued to make it technically bourbon. Uh, Crown Royal came out with a bottle they called Bourbon Mash, and that's Canadian whiskey, and they got sued, and then they changed the name. That's just a bourbon legend. That's actually only bottled and bottled. Oh, I'm not going to get this straight bourbon. No, no, that was gold. That was gold. He's <laughs> good. I'm not even filing that one. I'm not taking that back, by the way. No, don't, yeah, don't. Should, but... no, that was gold. We should move on. Uh... Uh, I guess we'll move on. Here we go. And now for the podcast roundup. I mean, this isn't one of your poop stories. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. 
who get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue shanky podcast. No poo. That's right. Drew wasn't here for the intro. Should I play the intro again for him, Lindsay? No, no. I'll hear it later. Go on. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the Ralph report. You know, 2023 was the year of Larry. This year is, well, let me let Ralph explain it to you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, kids. It is January 8th, 2024, and 2024 is the year of Dick. <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. I'm here for all this dick. <laughs> yeah, you are. I really am. Can't get enough dick this year. It's going to be all <laughs> dick all the time. And Eddie's here for every dick. Give me every dick. If Eddie ever All the dicks. dicks. I'll just take them all. <laughs> I wonder if this will be as funny around March. <laughs> no, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? I think February this could get tired. <laughs> Possibly next week. But right now, it's hilarious. <laughs> As we celebrate the year of Dick, mm. aren't you going to give Dick thanks and praise? I would. So yeah, all well, yeah. Let's uh, all hail Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van. All Dyke. hail Dick Van Dyke. It is right to give Dick Van Dyke thanks and praise. The year of Wang. All right. Let's see. Where do we go from here? <laughs> Ralph has an obituary for us. Oh, tragic news over the weekend. Radio giant company Audacity has filed for bankruptcy. Audacity. They are certainly audacious. Filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Too bad. The, uh, super radio giant owns some of the most high-profile radio stations in the United States, including KNX, KCBS, oh, and KROQ. Mm. Drove that station into the ground as well. We're both familiar with that company. We are indeed. <laughs> They own more than 200 radio stations across the country and not doing so well, I guess, considering that they had uh, $1.9 billion in debt. Literally, it's a it's a boardroom full of monkeys throwing shit around. It really is. And pulling down huge salaries. Yeah. And that's not going to change at all. No. They're all going to get their paychecks no. and they will continue to ruin radio stations yeah. and lives. Yep. And you think there would be some repercussions for driving a company into bankruptcy. Yeah, we'll just move but on to another company. It's just shuffling paper and uh, nothing, nothing will change. Goodbye, Odyssey. It's sad to know, though, that that was, I, I feel like that was their plan to go bankrupt, to just kind of run into the ground, make as much money off of it and bail. Right? I don't know. Well, th that is a theory in... That is an economics theory. You buy a company that's failing, running into the ground, and they yep. just make a ton of money off of it. Uh, the, 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 they call that, what's it, loyalty loss. That is the term where you purchase a company, write it off as a tax write-off, and it's you're being loyal to the employees and the consumers of that company to keep it going. Thank you, General Electric and Amazon. Um, can we go back to Odyssey for a second, though? Like, I feel like you really missed an opportunity here. A moment with Kurt. On to talk about what the hell is Audacity. So Intercom or Radio.com is changing their name to Auda Audacity, which sounds like Audacity, which is Audacity. Is it Odyssey? Odyssey? 
Odyssey. Oh, like, yeah. It's it's even tricky to read it. Just try and read it. But uh, yeah, it's o- Odyssey. Back to you. I like how Lindsay sounded like she was in a tin can on that clip. I like how you sounded like you were like nine yards down a hallway. Like it, it was you were so far from the mic. Ah, uh, do you remember when we were young? <laughs> uh, I was so far from the mic, and it was very bad back then. But still, audacity, Odyssey. It does look weird when you see it spelt out that way. Every time yeah. I read it, I, I'm like, "What is that?" But listen to okay, I got to share sound now. I'm sorry. Listen to listen to Ralph. Ralph calls it. Odyssey. Oh, no, he calls it Audacity. Yeah, radio giant <laughs> company Audacity. <laughs> See, so can I be blamed? Audacity yes. sounds Audacity. like Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. All right, let's go to the next show. Uh, TGP was back. Uh, they commented on our Christmas episode. Otherwise, I think that's kind of it for Chit Chat Corner. Uh, we we did a shout out to the Christmas episode. Uh, we'll put the link in the Discord one more time, just in case you can check it out. But good times was had by all. It was an eight eight man eight person booth, which Bill Simmons would say you should never do, uh, but we did it. And Christopher emceed it, and I thought it all went swimmingly. And Tiny Tim was there making a, a nine person thing, so freaking loved it. <laughs> good thoughts. So nothing but compliments there. Uh, they did comment on our. Tiny Tim supercut at the end of the episode. Uh, buckle in for this one. Uh, here you go. Father, is the Christmas goose done cooking? I got oranges for Christmas. An orange, <laughs> grandfather. Oh, thanks for the orange. Here's your oranges. That's it. That's it. I'm very glad we got that supercut yeah. built out. Thank Good you job, to Luke. Lindsay and Christopher and Drew who somehow did the supercut. I didn't have to. That wasn't gosh. that wasn't loves. That was Tiny Tim. <laughs> That's right, Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim in the house? Comments on Tiny Tim, Lindsay. I just watched him up at Christmas Carol yesterday, and it was like I was taken back into that time. Uh, Then they started the podcast war again. Oh, shit, here we go. It's on. Podcast war. Podcast war. Podcast war. Podcast war's on, everybody. It's going down. Shit is going down. Here's how they did it. Loves, you got a call out? You got you got a song that's going to crack that guild? No chance. No. Uh, <laughs> no chance that we've got a guild. Not for lack of uh, my yes votes, but okay. I just, uh, I know that somehow we broadcast our signal into the deep recesses, uh, recesses of space and, and Christopher found us and uh, there's just no <laughs> chance he's voted yes on any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. On that note, I have an announcement and this might just extend the podcast work because maybe he voted in the last five minutes and we didn't tally it up. But when Natalie tallied the votes about three hours ago, there was no Christopher. So, um, oh my gosh, it could just, happen, people. If it could if, happen, if this goes down, it's it's our own fault, you know. But um, here so we go. You're telling me there's a chance. Wow. Yeah. There's there's you- a chance. You got snapped out of existence. My gosh. Yeah. But he's here listening. So thank you, Christopher, for your attendance. And well, crap, he, he says, submitted. I submitted. Retally. Uh, um, <laughs> We're going to need 
this is it's, where he missed his window. Nope, it's all notes. Nope, 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 nope. We got to follow the commission's guidance. Yeah. What Nat say, <laughs> says goes. Sorry, team. We were ahead of the game this week and we're not in a position to put the podcast on pause. And <laughs> Let's get on some songs, baby. Historic election interference from big media, big money, and big tech. That's all it is because I voted in the morning. I voted first thing in the morning while making my kids breakfast. I, I submitted it. So it, it's all election interference causing the podcast war. Well, I also submitted late, but my late was actually five minutes before. So they wouldn't have counted mine. But my, as I understand it, my votes would have canceled your votes out except for one song. Yeah, but you missed the cutoff. I actually voted in the morning. I see. So yes, my I votes agree with would you. have blocked Jimmy Eats World's generic pop song. How dare you? It's yeah, I was going to say, you know, there's a reason why I didn't couch your vote. Uh, you know, that, that's fine. I'm okay with this. Yeah. I thought the podcast war was between us and TGP, but it's amongst us. <laughs> well, yeah, the TGP, <laughs> TGP causes more of a war between me and Christopher. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought Edwin was going to think. I thought Edwin was going to mention another podcast. I was Player three has joined the fight. All right, so podcast work continues. Let's go over to a cup of tea in a chat. Can we? I don't know. You're in charge, Gabby. I am. I am. I am the captain now. I am piloting this boat. Uh, here we go. Uh, Ali uh, discusses Kevin's wedding. There we are, having a beautiful, tearful, happy ceremony in our backyard. And when Andy asks for the ring, Kevin says, "Oh God, I left it upstairs. I have to go get it." <laughs> it was in the safe, so even his kids couldn't go get it. He literally had to say. Please hold. <laughs> Left. Had to go up the stairs and get the ring. And Marin, beautiful, sweet. She knows what she's getting into. Marin said, in fairness, the photographer was psyched for the pause to take time to re reload some film. So she had his back. Even in that <laughs> moment, she had his back. But imagine you're watching this beautiful ceremony and uh, you see Kevin like start patting his pockets, sure, everything, and then yeah. just goes, oh, crap. And at least... At least the wedding was at their home. That's what, what if I was it thinking. wasn't? Imagine that. I got to drive to the valley, you guys. I'll see you in an hour. Oh, <laughs> Just my gosh. This totally reminds me of the whole key card thing with Kevin. Right? Facts. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, Kevin got married on 131. No, wait. 1231. 1231. 123, 123. One, sure? one, two, three, one, you one, sure about one, two, three. In in two thousand three, okay, making sure. It's, he, it's, you know, they're, we're we're coming up on their twentieth anniversary. Twentieth, twenty thirtieth, twenty fifties. Yeah, no, they were married on on what what is it? Uh, New Year's Eve. Everybody got married because of the number sequence, and that's kind of cool. We had pictures of it. We posted some pictures. Do you have uh, anxiety about that, Drew? Do you you're you're going to get married soon? Are you worried about misplacing the wedding? Are you going to have it? 
Actually, I am so not worried about it that we have not even they're paid for. We have not picked up our wedding bands yet. Um, just because, yeah. So what's the plan? Where are you going to keep the ring before you get married? I mean, you're traveling out here. <laughs> uh, all fair, wait, I don't know if I should say all this, but yeah, I'll be keeping them on me. Uh, we do not care about precious metals or things like that. So our wedding bands are going to be silver. So in a worst case scenario, if suddenly TSA is like, nope, that's a bomb or something, um, they can keep them. We'll buy another pair. We don't care about it as long as it's something that will last our lifetimes. That's that's about what we like. And gold is a pretty gaudy color. Like I'm not I'm not a fan of it. Okay, so if you forget the actual rings, like both of them are gone. Yeah, like, I'm, what's I'm your going. Plan? I'm going to Kohl's, and we are buying. No, 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 no. I mean, like day of. Oh, day what of. What do you do for comedy? Yeah, what oh, do you do for, oh, comedy, do for comedy when comedy? you don't have the rings? Okay, so it's supposed to be outside. Uh, I'm gonna grab a piece of a palm tree, and I will tie it around her ringer or her finger. Ringer. That's <laughs> finger. <laughs> that's where you put the ring. Yeah, on a ring. That's where you. That's the, on the ringer. But I'll tie it around her finger, and you know, we'll deal with that later. You you won't get an onion ring like Homer. No, because like I would, it it wouldn't make it to her finger. I would eat it. I'm gonna be honest. Um, that was for Edwin. Food. <laughs> now I'm gonna bring like six hair ties just in case. Yeah, you should. Yeah, we should I all really bring a spare ring that. just in case. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, it's simple silver band. That's what we're doing. It's all great. Or you can like, just like fake that you're doing it, and like, oh yeah, wow, yeah. look at this beautiful ring. I, uh, you know, if we have to, we will. There, no one's gonna be able to say shit. I think my daughters have a Hello Kitty ring around here somewhere. I could probably bring. Go. You can just like bring a bowl of rings and then sift through them to find the one you want to use. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm just imagining the 25 cent machine. Like, like put a quarter in, turn it. Here's your ring, honey. All right, let's move on to the phone calls or the quitter participation of the podcast. This uh, this is a phone call from Edwin. So excited about the fox you saw during personal news on a recent episode. Yeah. You could not ignore it. Well, you're uh -huh. not the only one lucky enough to run into a fox in the wild. Bean Alley, it's Edwin from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. I'm in Big Bear, and there's a fox sitting right in front of the window. I'm going to try to get as close to him as possible. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. He's not even moving. Okay, I'm going to get my phone right next to him and see what a fox really sounds like. You big dummy. Oh, it's Red Fox. Yay. Excellent. Beautiful. Edwin, no. No. Yes, I'm not taking that back either. No, you're taking that one back. I love the last No chance. Okay. They made a 70s reference, did a bad acting job. There's no way I'm taking any of that back. Uh, Lindsay got a, a personal music jingle. Even though she lives in her car, has been able to maintain a subscription to this show for all these years and contribute not one, but I think this is her second personal minutia jingle. Let's see what's up in Lindsay's world. I'm in the shower and I'm writing a personal minutia song. Stop me if you've heard it. Four in the morning, Allie's hair is wet. And Tegrin spelled backwards is nergit. Lather is repeat and lather is repeat and lather is repeat. 
as needed. Hope this helps you, Allie. This is Lindsay from a shower from her car. I don't know how she has a shower in her car, but that's very cool technology. Now, What's why was she on? helping you out with with uh, shampooing tips? You even remember what the reference could have been to? Something I about your wet I... hair. It's one of your wet hair days. Well, yeah. If if my hair is wet, I can't blow dry it right away. I have to let mm-hmm. it sit sometimes like 12, 14 hours. It's a long time. But she was <laughs> lather and repeating. So is she? she's talking about washing her hair multiple times in one shower, which I don't do. I'm only a one and done wash kind of gal. But some people, double. they call it double poo. That's what they do with Wait, the shampoo. I don't understand. Why would you ever yeah. wash your hair more than one time in one shower session? People do it. People think it, it really cleans your hair. Yeah. But if you're know. shampooing properly, if you're distributing the shampoo around and it's soaking in, you're giving it the time yeah. and then a good rinse, I can't understand how there'd be any part of your hair left that hadn't already been shampooed. I've never heard of this before. It's it's a thing. People do it. And some people some people do no poo and they just use a little bit of conditioner on their hair. That's a thing too. So many ways to shower bean. We should do a bonus episode just on showering. <laughs> well, I'm afraid of what might come up if we do. And you I don't, should be. Let's oh, not call ding it, ding. Right? Let's not call it no poo. Can we please not call okay. it that? So well that took a turn. Well, can you explain the personal minutia jingle and the background to it? Why, yes, yes, I can. I'm in the shower and I'm writing a song. Stop me if you've heard it. My skin is soapy and my hair is wet. And Tegrin spelled backward is Nergit. Lather, rinse, repeat, and lather, rinse, repeat, and lather, rinse, repeat, as needed. So I literally ripped that song off besides changing one lyric to four in the morning. Um, The rest of it was all a friend's reference, and it just went whoosh. But... It was because Bean literally said the words, your hair is wet. And I was thinking, wow, that sounds like that friend song. Is there going to be a reunion? There was. <laughs> there was a reunion. It was great. All right. Well, I think I'm just going to end there. I ain't got no more. Thank God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to. Fun fact. What, what Fun fact. Another fun fact. Fun fact. On April 14, 1865, President Abraham Lincoln created the Secret Service. Today, they're known for presidential protection, but their original commission was to fight the production and distribution of counterfeit currency. Coincidentally, around 10 p.m. of April 14, 1865, John Wilkes Booth assassinated President Lincoln. Josh from Hawthorne. Nice. Okay, yeah. The Secret Service, which is the Treasury Department, does protect the president. And Abraham Lincoln, who started that, died. (laughs) I think the fun fact... Well done. I have a fun fact summary. Okay, I was just making sure I got it right there. I was like, did I miss something? Okay. You did actually miss something, which was the entire explanation of why this segment exists. 
And oh, so I I'm just going to let you listen, listen on the first edit. Um, and we'll just play these out of context fun facts for you. Oh, God. Well, the fun fact is that Abraham Lincoln started the Secret Service, but it was started just to fight against counterfeiting, which was something that was happening a lot at that time because there wasn't a, yep. there wasn't a strong standard for currency. My great my great granduncle got uh, convicted of it for counterfeiting nickels. Nice. Yep, that's the thing. And decades later, Eddie Pence's father-in-law joined the Secret Service. Is that right? Yes. 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 Uh, he he married into the Secret Service, so he's got protection. The Secret Service also still does counterfeiting today. They monitor the counterfeiting, but now they are tasked with protecting the president and other luminaries. With I've, I've actually met the secret service in regards to counterfeiting because we had, I'm not sure if anyone knows this when the, what, what do they call that? The, uh, the LA County fair. So when your County fairs come into town, that is a high priority for people to go ahead and try to pass off counterfeit bills. And the local commerce of that town where the county fair is will see this. And so one of the best things I used to do is I'm like, hey, I've never met you before. Here's a 50. This is clearly fake. I'm going to tape it right here and call the cops. And the cops will call the Secret Service and you can, oh, why are you running out the door? Hi. Thank you. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it's, you call the Secret Service on counterfeit. And I've only had them come out twice because the person was certain the bill they got was real. And sadly, they got from their own bank and it wasn't real. Uh, so anytime I've dealt with the Secret Service, it's actually like innocent people dealing with counterfeiters that they, they got caught in. Well, let's see what Edwin can do with the, um, the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin? No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, Our feature presentation. Meet the ball. I say 2013, but mm -hmm. I don't care. That is amazing. You have all those rocks. <laughs> Welcome back, kids. We're doing the week that was January 7 to 11, 2013. Before I do that, I'm going back to the week before. Kevin and Beam were only on two days, Thursday and Friday, and Kevin was on fire. He gave us two great moments with you said that you got Bean this amazing uh, Christmas gift, blah, blah, blah. Greatest right. gift ever. No one else could get it for him, blah, blah, blah. And then we don't hear anything about it. You said it was a unique gift. Your gift was a bust is what this guy said. Nobody else could give him, and it was the greatest gift that he could ever get. That's right. All right. So since we're doing a little holiday recap. Update. Bean, would you like to uh, tell the class what, uh, what I got you for Christmas? I don't want to say it was the greatest gift ever, but I may put in my will that I be buried with it. <laughs> because I don't want to be without it even after I die. What? Ralph got me... From the television show, as seen on TV, a Hawaii Five-O police badge, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow that's pretty good. Screen-used Hawaii Five-O cop badge. For those of you that don't know, Hawaii Five-O was a series in the 60s? 
in the 2013s. It's currently That's on the right. air now. Oh, this new of fact. No, no, not from this one, from the original. Yeah, okay, I'm talking about Hawaii. the original. From people the Jack have heard Lord. of Hawaii Five O. It's not like we're dredging up something no one's ever heard of. It's a current hit show. A previous incarnation of the show ran for 12 years from 68, uh, 68 to 80, and it's my maybe one of my two or three favorite shows of all time. I had a dog named Cam Fong as Chin Ho. <laughs> exactly. From the credits of the Hawaii Five O show. That's how much I love that program. Yeah. Welcome, Dano. And uh, I just I squealed like a little girl when I opened up the package, Rob. Oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't love it anymore. Does that ruin it for you, Ralph? No. That's the reaction I wanted. He squealed like a little girl, that's though. That's what I wanted. Screen-used badge from the pilot episode wow. of yeah. Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. State of Hawaii Investigator 5-0 unit. I'm holding it in my hand right now, in one go. of my hands, and in the other hand, you know. <laughs> but, um, How many times do you use it this holiday? I'm going to wear this to all Kevin and Bean events from now on. So book I'll be the guy with, with the badge. Book there you go. Bino. That's there what I'm going to say. I'm going to see him. Book him, Bino. So I'd be flashing a... that bag e- badge everywhere I went. I'd be going, <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, look at me. I'm a cop. Oh, sit I, up. I, I started in 2013. <laughs> 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 got our first moment with Kevin. Oh, come on. That doesn't. Hardly reaches the quality of my normal moments. <laughs> first off, amazing gift, right? A screen-used badge. From a show that uh-huh. Bean loves, so that's fantastic. Screen used anything for, for uh, fans of television oh, is yeah. the most the, the most amazing gift ever. I would crap myself for Star Trek here. So, oh, wouldn't that be great to get a screen used Star Trek like phaser, something or like or or bat, uh, combat oh, from nice. Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I would crap myself. It might have happened. Kevin and Bean were smart. They only worked Thursday and Friday, the first week of the year. So Kevin Thursday, nice moment with Kevin. Next day he follows it up. Let's. Uh, I want to mention again the Bray Improv this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. BrayImprov.com. Tickets just seventeen bucks to see Brad and Adam. Now is that he, all? I know, <laughs> right? No, it's twenty off, dude. I'm, I'm it's, losing money here. It's twenty for a full side per, per, per. You know what I mean? A <laughs> <laughs> second moment win. All right. So that was Brad Williams. He was on the show. Kevin was trying to say a full-size person would cost more. So he was on fire. That That's the way to start your 2013. Okay, now let's jump over to January 7 to 11. This, I call this Dave being Dave. This is the most Dave thing you could do. What did Dave do over his holiday? You have, like many Americans, been wanting to go to Australia for a long, long time. You finally made it happen. You pulled the trigger, went over the holidays. That's awesome. Only what I, I think I practically lived there. You know, I was there for most of the month of December and some of January. Wow. Yeah. Is it true? Why, that, why, why did you go? What was the reason that you wanted to go? The main reason I wanted to go was to hug a wombat. To hug <laughs> a wombat. That's not a lie. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just trying Did to get you my feel head. They needed a hug. I'm just trying to get my head around it because a lot of people will go for, say, scuba diving off the Great Barrier Reef. There was the Great Barrier Reef. Yes, sure. there was Sydney. sightseeing. Yeah, this is great. Sydney on New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that went. Did that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. None of that compared to, to hugging, hugging a wombat. wombat. Now, I sort of get this because I, I know what it's like to be obsessed with an animal and want to be with be you know be able to. <laughs> That's what Dave was doing with a wombat. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's fine to see them in a zoo, but if there's an opportunity, like if I could play with a tapir, I would go to wherever I had to play with a tapir because that's my spirit animal. Dave's animal is the wombat. It's your what? My spirit animal. What the hell does and, that mean? And uh, look it up. So, Dave, so you have <laughs> always wanted to hang out with a wombat, and the only place on earth where you can go and actually handle one is Australia, right? Yes, and not only 
in Australia, just a certain section of Australia, because like where Sydney's at in New South Wales, it's illegal to touch wombats or hold wombats and do any of that. You cannot oh, really? touch them. Yeah. So I had what to about go... what you were doing with the wombat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to go all the way to the east coast in a small little town called Townsville. So you went uh, all the way there just to hug a wombat. Yes. So and... that would be like going to United, coming to the United States on vacation, and you going to New York and D.C. and hanging out on the east coast and doing all that, and then going, well, it looks like we got to fly to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to hug a wombat? I mean, it's a, literally Australia is that big. You have to go all the way across the country. Not only that, it's like, all right, let's fly to San Francisco and then drive a couple hours down the coast to go to some little town in <laughs> down the coast. Of if California. I'm the person with you, I'm like, I'm gonna uh, have pay per view today. You go ahead and go on down there and get, uh, get your no, hug. Luckily, the way we planned it out, it was on our way to the next city, so. So oh, it was, I need uh, to hug a wombat. <laughs> so, Dave, tell us about hugging a wombat. Is it everything you hoped it would be? It was everything I dreamed of, you know, and it lasted about maybe a minute. I saw the, <laughs> I I saw the picture of that wombat. I, I will post a picture right now, yeah. That wombat wanted to get away from oh, you. Oh, no, the wombat. The wombat, the wombat was loved it. Desperate to get away loved from you. Loved it. Oh, I, I just All hugged. four legs leaning away, it, it like trying to get away. Because, you know, going in, you see the pictures of other people holding it, and they were cradling it. And I was like, oh, I want to cradle it and nuzzle it and do all that. What, are you going to breastfeed it? What's going and, on with no, you? No, no, just cradle it like a baby, you know, because they're so heavy that you're going to need two arms underneath it's it. big. Yeah, they're, those things are big, yeah. So, you know, then they sit in our lap, and they're like, all right, you have to close your knees. And I was like, oh, come on. And so I was picking it up. to close your pants, too? <laughs> How to pull them up. Doesn't look yeah, like I, it. I try. Not um, the picture. Doesn't look like in the picture. <laughs> yeah. So I pull it up and then I start, you know, like snuggling it and, and like just giving it a whiff. Like, you know, just to see what a what wombat smells like. What does a wombat smell like? A, a wombat. You know, just like a dog. <laughs> Dirty. Yeah. Great <laughs> insight, though. Great insight. <laughs> Worth going all the way to Australia for. <laughs> no, but then, you know, I gave it a little kiss on the back of the a little fat neck. And, Is that oh, before and, you did then, what then, you were doing in the photo? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything bad in the photo. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I gave it a, a nice big hug, and then they got my picture snapped, and they're like, all right, give it back. And I was like, nope. No, give it back. <laughs> like, nope. Uh-uh. Seriously. I was like, can I take it with me? Like, nope. So, so they literally that, had to pry is, it from my hand, yeah. Is that this wombat's job all day long is just to sit on one American's lap after another? Yes, yes. And it, it's funny because there was a lot of, like, people from Australia and New Zealand because they don't get a chance to hold wombats, huh. you know. And, uh, yeah, this place, uh, Billabong Sanctuary in Townsville, Australia, Queensland, it's, it was awesome. What's the strangest reason to go to Australia I've ever yeah, heard of? But I, mean, I mean, not it, scuba diving, not uh, swimming with the sharks, none of that. Yeah, it was, it was worth it. And I did all of that, too, but it, nothing compared to holding a wombat. Yeah, I'm going to cut it short there. A wombat story mm-hmm. gets a little bit old after a while. <laughs> now they're we have assholes. PETA after us. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Add them, add them to the thing. No, they're assholes. I'll say this. I lived in South, uh, uh, Southern Australia in Adelaide for about six years. Uh, he went to Perth, the West Coast there. Um, the kangaroos and wombats are assholes. The fact he got to hold one and didn't get clawed. I'm I'm proud of Dave because that's they 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 are not friendly creatures. Well, it's a tourist thing, so they probably declawed it some way somehow. I probably you know I I want to say no, but you know you're right, and that's the thing. It's like you you see kangaroos and stuff, you stay away from. You see wombats, they're not really that common, but you see them. You also stay away. They the ones you get to hold, like tigers, like they have in certain zoos, like Tiger King. They are kind of neutered, so it's it's not a good thing for the animal. 
Yeah, I heard. I've heard everything in Australia wants to kill you. It's basically. Oh, that that's actually true. I mean, yeah. I I I was watching Mash one night, looked up my ceiling, and saw a spider that was about this big, and you know the the sewing kit containers that cookies came in at first. I yeah. I had one of those, so I'm like, all right, I'll go ahead and get the thing, put it in there, and I it I put it up on the ceiling. I'm like, all right, took a piece of paper, slid it in, and I. Closed the thing, took it outside, and about six months later, my buddy and I were on the back porch having cigars, and he's like, hey, is there cookies in here? And shakes it, and the thing starts vibrating, and we're like, okay, let's go. And we walked out to the front of the street where the subway came from underground, above ground, right near my house, so they had a giant kind of like, you know, the rock structures that hold up train tracks going so we threw it at that and the thing popped open hit the ground and thousands of baby spiders came out of it and that was the day that we're like yep we were just uh i love arachnids but i'm just not i'm not keeping them around anymore that's the day you bought your ticket and came back home <laughs> that was the day i bought it was, it's called Blinks out there, but it was Axe Body Spray. That was the day I went inside and grabbed that, and my buddy grabbed a Zippo lighter, and we flamethrowered the street because we were like, no, it, it, we're done. Nice. Well, if you remember anything about today's show's kids, I love arachnids. I want that to be the slug line. <laughs> I so do I. I. I agree, but th that was not a Poor Lindsay, like Lindsay. <laughs> she hates spider talk. Kevin Stockdale would love it. Let's get to something happier. A celebrity death in 2013, Hewell Hauser. So he was re reunited with everyone else that died, is what we uh, learned. Oh, no. I was wondering, Lindsay, do you know who Hewell Hauser is? Oh, hello. I'm Hewell Hauser. That's all I know. I'm Hewell Hauser. Great impression. Welcome to PES. And we're going to go ahead today and find California's gold. Right, California's gold. My huge well, penis. I only know because that was one of the that was one of the things they would drop in when people would say, "Oh, this person's hosting the Oscars." Otherwise, no idea. Wait, yeah. Hugh Hauser hosted the Oscars? Yeah, he did. Okay, many times. I I, I need to amazing. watch those. Yeah, I'm gonna find that after the show. So this is uh, Ralph on the Showbiz Report reporting on Hugh Hauser's death. Uh, while we're talking about Southern California icons, of course, we have to address the fact that yesterday the sad, sad news was announced that Huell Hauser, Huell Hauser, legendary TV icon, host of uh, California's Gold and visiting with Huell Hauser and Video Log, all those shows that he did that focused on... Focused on the uh, the people, the places, and the landmarks that made California unique. I don't know who any of those people are. Yule Hauser has passed away at the age of 67 years old. <laughs> at his home in Palm Springs yesterday, passed away. That is amazing! Is that what he would say? That was like one of his catchphrases, yeah. I'm going to miss him. I will, too. I don't Good know. Old you never watched Yule? No. Nothing better like on a Sunday afternoon when you're hungover, just flipping on football. When football's not on, during football season, when you're flipping around and you say, oh, you're Shul Hauser. You'd sit back and you'd be eating an Egg McMuffin or something, just trying to, you know, just trying to just... You might as well talk about being on Mars. It was it was calming. It was it was right. interesting. He'd 
take you to a guy who had like a collection of rocks in his garden. That sounds like the worst TV that ever. That is amazing. You have all those rocks. How long did it take you to get all those rocks together? Sounds like Mr. Rogers. It was the best. He was Mr. Rogers for grown-ups. Wow. Well, I've been collecting rocks for 47 years. This one's blue. That is amazing. You have a blue rock. I will tell you that when the tributes started pouring in yesterday on social media, Ralph, I was surprised at how genuinely touched so many people, including a lot of celebrities, Andy Richter, people like that, who were like, hey, no joke, I love that dude, and I love that show. He was like everybody's a grandpa. He was not, not interested. <sighs> not a show for Kevin. Did not, did not, did not move at a rapid pace, that no, show. No, it was not flashy. <laughs> it was him with a, with a handheld mic and then one camera, and he would go and he would just talk to people. Who gives it, damn? You collect wagon wheels? Look <laughs> at all those wagon wheels. Unless he's mocking them, I'm out. Well, this is from the Pony Express that used to come through this territory. That's the original wheel. That is amazing. <laughs> I'll miss you. I will miss him as well. So weird because he just retired, too. Like well, weeks ago, sick. right? Was I think he? he was sick, yeah. yeah. Any word on what he passed from? I couldn't find it. Any Not yet. Boredom? No. Too amazing. Too much amazing, I think. <laughs> Overdose of amazing. <laughs> have you have you seen pictures of his house, Ralph? His Palm Springs abode? No, the I The one not. where he, he lived out in the desert, yeah. and he had this giant, like, round house, one of those that was on the top of a mountain just overlooking nothing, as far as the eye could see. Oh, my nothing. God. Who the hell cares? Sounds like Bean's heaven in the desert, from the island wow, of the his, desert. That's how Bean would like it. How <laughs> long have we been talking about the, a guy I've never heard He's of? He's been an icon in Southern California for 30 years on television. His whole life is Kevin Hates. Hugh Hauser. His whole life was my dream, by the way. This guy lived the life I wish I had. Who gives it, damn? Guy was a Southern California fixture for 30 years on television. What did he have to do to get a couple minutes of our attention, Kevin? I should kick your ass for wasting my time. Oh, sweet Lord in heaven. Didn't they have a Simpsons character based on him too, Ralph? Yeah, sure. Hal Huser, they called him, right? He was on Weeds, too. Today's celebrity birthdays. You're dead to me. Well, actually, the man did pass <laughs> away, is. Kevin. That's true. So, may not have been your best choice. All right, I'll take that back. The whole time I was listening to this, and at the time I'm thinking, he's the anti-Kevin. Because all he did is do human interest stories. He would talk to people about their collections, uh, about their restaurant, whatever. And no explosions, no louds for Kevin. So Ralph decided, hey, I got to bring a clip in for Kevin to show him the magic. So the next day he did that. What? Where else would you see other than on California's Gold? Where else would you see a dog eat an avocado? But do I need to see that? Yes, because he it, it teaches all important lesson about life and love. Your dog is eating an avocado. I've never seen a dog eat avocados before. Uh, and that shell is. That shell is. That dog ate every smack of that avocado. Now that's an avocado eating dog. Will Hauser gave us. An avocado eating dog. I am gonna miss him. Now you're gonna go back and watch his entire his entire body of work. I may you? do that. Uh, Dana Gould, he's a comedian writer. He does a great Huel Hauser. So look up Dana Gould if you want to know. Get some Huel Hauser level comedy. Well, I think that's my favorite amazing. one. Yeah, that's amazing. he went to a restaurant and he 
ask the guy behind the restaurant to call somebody. And this is all all in. They didn't cut this out. So the guy calls the owner of the restaurant to ask him a question. It's like I said, the anti-Kevin show. Okay, let's end this up. This is dedicated to the great Christopher. I apologize to Jan, to myself, to Lindsay, to Drew, but Christopher's going to love this. Kevin, for some reason, has an unnatural hate for Al Roker, and I don't know that we ever figured out what it's about. He's the weatherman on the Today Show. It has been for a long time. I don't watch the Today Show either. That's the weird thing. Yeah, that what is, is weird. What is, weird. It about, what is it about Al Roker that bugs you so I much? wish I could put my finger on it. I really <laughs> don't know. It just, he bugs. <laughs> well, he did an interview on Dateline NBC this week. He's got a new book out. Uh, I think it may even be his second one about his battles with weight. He was All one right. of these guys who was huge. He was like 340 pounds or something like that. Just a huge dude. Had the gastric bypass surgery. Then ended up, uh, after some personal drama with his uh, parents dying and everything like that, ended up getting all depressed and eating and gaining a bunch of the weight back and then had to lose it all over again. So he's one of those guys. Not a story that's dissimilar from a lot of Americans, and I think that's why he's so relatable to a lot of people with the problems that he's been through. Well, he told a story on Dateline NBC that I don't know that I would ever have the guts to tell, even in the interest of trying to help other people. But he's talking about being at the White House about a month after his gastric bypass surgery. Right. When something happened to him. And again, you listen to Al Roker telling this story on Dateline NBC. Lindsay, do you have a guess? I can't believe I know this, but I pooped my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm sorry. They played this clip so much over the years. This is how it first came to our attention. So here's that story behind that great clip. Who would ever share this? And here's that. Tape oh, now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot I had it. When you have a bypass and you, you know, your bowel has been reconstructed, you think you're pretty safe. And I probably went off uh, and ate something I wasn't supposed to. And as I'm walking to the press room, I don't know, I think I got to, you know, pass a little gas here. So I'm walking by myself. Who's going to know? Only a little something extra came out. Ah! You pooped no. in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Ah! Uh, not horribly. But enough that I knew. Which is a common side effect of the surgery. Exactly. And so, you know, I was panicking. So I got to the restroom in the press room, threw out the underwear, you know, and just went commando. The fear. The fear. <laughs> oh, man. Would you? Nope. Could you? Nope. Uh, isn't that a private secret that you take to your grave? I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Would I think you the ever? Where it happened makes it a great story. I mean, it is pretty <laughs> awesome to say you'll never believe what happened to me in the White House, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a story you can tell forever. Yeah. Of course, it's I, embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but I mean, I don't think anybody's looking at Al like he's a bad guy. Obviously, they did it on purpose. I mean, he had surgery. They rearrange your bowels, and it doesn't. You know, it takes a while for that to heal up and work properly again. So, I guess his point was, I'm trying to help other people who are thinking about gastric bypass surgery know that this is a thing that might don't happen. visit the White House within a month after the surgery. I Everyone. will never <laughs> look at Al Roker again the same way. I'm sorry. That's a, oh no, my butt! <laughs> oh no, my butt! No. Oh, no. Oh, no, my butt. Can you imagine the, the thinking that was going through his head? Like, who do I tell? <laughs> yep. Um, How do I get out of this? I can't just I, run away. Obviously, I'm at the White House for a you know a briefing or something. I've got to stay. Maybe all he does is ask where a restroom is. Right. Maybe. Right. And, and then, you got to wait then, for someone for it to empty so you can throw your underwear then you, away. Then he threw his underwear away, which is monster. 
Let's yeah. be honest. He's not as skinny as he thinks. <laughs> Gigantic hunter. Yeah. Mike uh, Catherwood tweeted yesterday that Al Roker pooping his pants is his generation's moon landing. Which <laughs> 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 I thought was awesome. I'm sorry, but like I said, it it was a drop they used for years. So I had to bring it in. <laughs> Just for Christopher. That That's for you, Christopher. Thank you. Yeah, poo spray. <laughs> oh, I'm done. That's it. Back to you, Steve. All right. Time for another one. Fun fact. In Catalonia, a region in Spain, nativity scenes include the traditional Mary, Joseph, Jesus, Magi, and a man defecating in the distance. That was Josh from Hawthorne. Fun fact. That's actually called the Gaganay. It's part of the nativity scene because it's also a, it shows the whole full city. Not just the little um, major manger. There you go. Audacity, manger, manger. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jolity. Thanks for listening. Enjoy all of our moments with from this train wreck of a recording and happy 2024. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? When I first heard him, I'm like, what kind of voice is that? What is he doing? But it's just so weird and surreal the way he does it. And he over-enunciates some parts of the words. It's fantastic when you get used to it. Over-enunciates. I love it. Enunciates. <laughs> I just made up a new word. Yeah. I'm just going to, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to keep it, but I'm just going to censor it at every bit so no one has a clue what's being said. It's just going to be like, beep, 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 beep. 826 of the Kevin Abid Show, 106.7 KROQ. Funny man Jay Moore is here. No! Nope. 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 No! God! No! God, please, no! 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 Nope. An entire nope land. It's definitely a no for me, dog. Fuck no, we're not. What are you? <laughs> what? Do you hear how cuckoo you sound right now? <laughs> Hell no. To the no, no, no. Yeah, to the no. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's no bueno. Fuck no. 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 Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. No, 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 hell no, 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 I refuse, no, no.